the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. In the challenging times we live in today, we believe that God's Holy Word is the single most important source to all the answers we need and are searching for. Jesus tells us in Matthew 7:24 that anyone who hears his words and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on solid rock. It is our hope with this program to help you grow in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Lift Up Jesus is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church in Los Angeles, California. Our pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with his message for us today. If we stop doing evil things and start doing loving things, those, those balances will reverse. 1 Peter 4.8 says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitudes of sin. So Jesus says there's going to be worldwide chaos, hatred, false teachers, wickedness. The end is near. And then we come to verse 13, one of the most critical verses of this discourse on the Mount of Olives overlooking Jerusalem. Jesus says these words, but he who stands firm to the end will be what? Saved. Jesus is saying that the last days are upon us. We're living in them. Don't be shocked. Don't be surprised or alarmed by what you see in the world. In fact, it's just the beginning of the birth pangs. Things are going to get worse and worse. Don't question where I am or what I'm doing. Uh, It's not time to walk in fear. It's time to walk in faith. It's not time to faint. Now's the time to stand firm. This is not the time to shrink. This is the time to shine. This is not the time to be silent. This is the time to shout. This is not the time to doubt. This is the time to believe. This is not the time to sit. This is the time to stand. When you see all this chaos in this upside down world, this is not the time to be fearful. This is the time to be fearless. So since the end is right around the corner and Jesus could come back at any moment, what should we do? Should we just stay home and watch church on television? Should we bury our heads in the sand like an ostrich and just act like everything's okay in the world? Should we ignore the signs and act like business as usual? Let me give you four ways that we need to stand firm. Number one, write this down. Get these in your heart. Number one, we have to know upon what and whom we are standing. Our trust is in Jesus, not this world in which we live. Psalm 40, verse 1 and 2 says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and He turned to me, and He heard my cry. Look at verse 2. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and out of the mire, and He set my feet on a rock, and He gave me a firm place to stand. Now, who's He? Well, that He's God. 
Well, who's the rock? Well, the rock is Jesus. So verse 2 says, he, God, God lifted me out of this slimy pit. God was the one that lifted me out of this mud and muck and mire. And God was the one who set my feet on the rock, which is Jesus Christ. And he gave me a firm place to stand. We stand on Jesus. And Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Doesn't matter what's going on in the world if I'm standing on the rock. He's omniscient, which means he's all-knowing. He's omnipresent, which means he's everywhere. He's omnipotent, which means that he's all-powerful. Know upon who or what we are standing. God is not like shifting sand. God is not handicapped or short-armed. God is not deaf where he cannot hear our cries. God is not blind where he cannot see our situation. God is not dumb where he doesn't know what to do. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is high and holy and above all. He's, he's able to do immeasurably more than all we can ever ask or imagine. He is sovereign. He's in control. He's the rock upon which our faith rests. Greater is he that is within you than he that is within the world. He holds the entire universe in the palm of his hands. He knows when a sparrow falls. He knows what you need and when you need it. He's the anchor of our soul. He's the bright and morning star. He's the bread of life, the water of life. He's our joy and our salvation. He's immovable. He's unshakable. He's unscarable. He's unchanging. He's unflinching. He's unwavering. He's unequal. He's unbeatable. He's unblemished. He's unmatched. He's undeniable. He's unconditional. He's undefeated. And he's unstoppable. I could go through the entire alphabet, but I'll only do the letter A. He's able and abounding. He's accessible. He's accurate. He's absolute. He's adoring. He's active. He's affirming. He's ageless. He's all-knowing. He's approachable. He's assuring. He's authentic. He's aware. He's awe-inspiring. He's astonishing. He's awesome. He's above all. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Number two, write this down. You got to wake up from your slumber. You can't sit there at your desk like Calvin just staring out the window because Jesus is coming back. Now we're going to stay in Matthew 24, but I want to go read some verses over in Romans chapter 13. Oh, look at these words. Understand that at this present time, that the hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber. Wake up, 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 because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. And all that means is that when you became a Christian, the next day you're one day closer to seeing Jesus. Verse 12, the night is nearly over, the day is almost here, so let us put aside, we got to wake up and put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Verse 13, and let us behave decently, as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. And verse 14, rather clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ, and do not even think 
about how to gratify the desires of your sinful nature. You know we all sin. Everybody in here sins. Sin just takes like a second. How long does it take to tell a lie? How long does it take to steal something? How long does it take you to actually lust? That's, that takes so little time to actually sin. Where all our time goes is we sit around thinking about how we're going to sin. That's where, all, that's where all our time is spent. We're sitting around trying to figure out how we can gratify the sinful nature. These are called to action. Because we're one day closer to seeing Jesus. We need to wake up. We need to put aside the deeds of darkness. We need to behave decently. And we need to clothe ourselves with Jesus Christ. President Dwight Eisenhower was on vacation in Denver, Colorado. When he was in that town, there was a a letter in 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 the newspaper for everyone to see. It was a letter that was written by a six year old boy by the name of Paul Haley, who was dying of cancer. And he expressed a wish to to meet the President of the United States of America. And Eisenhower made a spontaneous decision to grant the boy's request. So one Sunday morning in August, this big limousine pulled up outside the boy's home. He knocked on the door. uh, and, And when they opened the door, there stood the President of the United States of America. And Mr. Eisenhower put his hands out. And, and he shook the hand of the father who, was, who opened the door, and he was shocked. And he was standing there in these ratty old jeans, an old shirt. He hadn't shaved, and behind him was a little boy named Paul who was dying of cancer. And they both just stood there in shock. And Eisenhower shook their hand, and he said to the young boy, Would you like to go on a walk around the block? And he said, Yes. Well, for many years, the Haley's and their neighbors talked about that day. They always retold the story. And Mr. Haley always uh, regretted that when he told that story of how when he opened the door and there was the president that he was standing there in those old jeans and that faded shirt and that scruffy beard. He always regretted that. But I will tell you something far more unimaginable that one day the heavens are going to split wide open and you're going to hear the trumpet of God sound and Jesus Christ return. And when he returns, you do not want to be caught behaving indecently and putting on the deeds of darkness and sitting around thinking about how to gratify the worldly uh, desires of your flesh. No, when Jesus Christ comes back, you want to find yourself in the midst of serving God and His church and reaching out to this city. And number three, write this down. You've got to meditate day and night on the Word of God. You want to know how we should live right now? Is holding on, meditating day and night on the Word of truth. Isaiah 48 says, The grass withers and the flowers fail, but the Word of our God stands. There's that Word again. The Word of God stands for how long? Forever. 2 Thessalonians 2.15, here's these words, look at it. Stand firm, stand firm, and hold on to the teachings that we passed on to you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. Jesus was tempted three times in the wilderness by the devil. And every time he quoted scripture back at the devil. And I would say to you 
that every time you're being tempted to commit a sin and every time you're sitting around thinking about how to gratify the sinful nature, pick up a Bible and start reading it. Stand up, stand firm, and hold on to the Word of God. Oh, I'm telling you, if you just grab a Bible and walk around like this, it'd be hard to commit a sin doing this. You imagine going on that date and just walking in on You're going to go out with your friends, you show up like this. Stand firm. This is a crazy world in which we're living in. You're not going to make it unless you're standing on the word of truth. And number four, write this down. Don't ever quit. Verse 13 said, He who stands firm to the end will be what? Will be saved. And what this isn't really talking about salvation what it's talking about is that no matter what's going on in this world expect those things these are just the beginning of birth pains one day jesus christ is going to return your job is to stand firm and god will see you through no matter what happens in this world god will see you through i i can't figure out why so many people come and then just quit you do you realize how big this church would be 35 years i've seen so many people come in these doors they come in they start we're oh this is the greatest church oh i love this church until one day they hear something they disagree with and they quit or they get their feelings hurt and they just quit we have guest speakers here a lot i've never had a guest speaker ever where i expected that everything that came out of that guest mouth that i would agree with 100 percent. i actually expect him to say some things that are different than what i tell you i i think it's healthy for you to listen and to hear something and go, I'm not sure that's true, and to open up your Bible and start to study the Scriptures yourself. That's a good thing. It's good. I know people have been here for 20 years. I have one guest speaker, one guest, and that's, that guest will preach a 35-minute sermon, 34 to 35 minutes. Man, I, I, this is great. But there's one minute he said some things. That'll offend me. So I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going back. You, you support all. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm gone. Why don't you get up here and preach a sermon and let us all judge you, not one people, not your family, not your wife judging you. We're going to have 10,000 people judging you. And if we hear one thing we disagree with, we're leaving. There wouldn't be anybody left in here. There's only one perfect person, and that's Jesus. Keep your eyeballs on Jesus. I'm going to disappoint you. I'm going to offend you. I'm going to say something you disagree with. Don't get up and walk out and don't get out of here and quit. And if there's a doctrinal thing, sit down and let's talk and work through those scriptures together. If you ever find a perfect church, don't join it because you'll ruin it. So many people used to attend... They used to give, they used to tithe, they used to serve, they used to volunteer, and one day an usher said something, 
and they quit. But here's what happens, and stay with me. Stay with me. Everybody, how many of you are still with me? I've said a lot of stuff today, but all of it, all of it has to do with the next verse. He who stands firm to the end will be saved. That's verse 13. Verse 14 says, and the gospel of the kingdom will be preached to the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Last weekend, I asked the IT people, I said, can you give me a list of all the people who watched our services last weekend when I preached on standing in reverence? Can you log on and look by the IP addresses and see where people were logging on from? We had about 6,000 people listening from all over the United States of America. We had people from the Philippines watching last week, from the Netherlands, from Spain, Finland, Guatemala, Hungary, Ireland, Iraq, Iran, Italy, Kenya, Morocco, Romania, Uganda, Canada, Japan, South Korea, Puerto Rico, China, Indonesia, Mexico, United Kingdom, Brazil, Germany, France, India, Sri Lanka, New Zealand, Sweden, El Salvador, Australia, Peru, Poland, Vietnam, South Africa, the Caribbean, the Bahamas, Colombia, Costa Rica, Denmark, and Estonia. Now, let's say two years ago when the pandemic hit and our attendance went from 10,000 down to 3,000, 7,000 people disappeared. Let's say that everybody had stopped coming and the church closed their doors. And every day in America, there's many churches that close their doors. They're done. None of those people would have heard that gospel had there not been a people here who had stayed faithful amidst all the chaos that's going on in this world. If you and I will continue to stand upon the rock called Jesus Christ and we will hold firmly to the word of God and we will wake up from our slumber and put aside the deeds of the darkness and stop sitting around thinking about how to gratify the the sinful nature. And if we would stand firm to the very end, what's the result? The result of all that is that there's a church here filled with people who understand there's something greater than just our feelings, that the gospel is at stake. And as we preach, serve, gather, worship, pray, give week after week, it's enabling the gospel to be preached all over the world. And then the end will come. We hope you were blessed by our program today. If you are in need of prayer, we invite you to call us at our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. Our Lift Up Jesus phone counselors are ready for any prayer requests you may have at this time. You can also contact us right now if you'd like to receive a copy of today's message on either CD or DVD. Our number again is 888-818-4777. For more information about Pastor Dudley Rutherford, Shepherd Church, or this ministry, be sure to visit our website, liftupjesus.com. Our website again is liftupjesus.com. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every week. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. 
You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. We know as Christians, our relationship with Jesus is a daily commitment and not just something we do on the weekends. We believe we have the perfect gift today to help you maintain your daily connection to our Lord for the coming year. Romancing Royalty is a daily devotional book designed to draw you closer to King Jesus with 365 inspirational stories, scriptures, prayers, study questions, and even a place to journal. There are more than 100 contributors to this book, including Greg Laurie, the late John Wooden, Tony Campolo, Jack Hayford, Raul Rees, and Jim Garlow, just to name a few. We know this daily devotional will be a blessing to you. It also makes the perfect holiday gift for a friend or loved one. Pastor Dudley's top-selling daily devotional, Romancing Royalty, is available right now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. Romancing Royalty can be yours by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. Our number again is 888-818-4777. You can also order Romancing Royalty directly from our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. We know there are many daily devotionals available today, but none come close to the level of insightful contributors to this book. It's our most popular seller this time of year. So we invite you to call and get your copy of Pastor Dudley's daily devotional, Romancing Royalty, today. So my name is Jeremy Hoff. Uh, Leslie and I have been married a little over 20 years, 21 years actually. And uh, we have four children, three biological children and one adopted out of foster care. We, after three biological children, we were pretty sure we were done, but... The seed of adoption had been planted in our hearts, and so we just listened to God, and He kept prodding, especially I think it was like the end of 2011. Mm -hmm. We just kept hearing story after story of adoption, and we just were like, why does this keep coming up to us? And it became really clear to us that God, um, this was the direction we were supposed to take, and we didn't know what that looked like. So we just began to pursue it step by step, really with great fear. Um, not knowing what that looked like, not knowing what that meant for our home, but really feeling like that's what our steps of our obedience were supposed to be. Um, God made that really clear. So we just took one step at a time and um, ended up adopting our son in December of 2013. And he's been a part of our family ever since, an awesome part of our family. I think it's important to know that the we believe the church is the solution to the foster care crisis. Um, we heard a stat that uh, that really helped our trajectory, which was that if one family from every church stepped up to adopt or foster, there would be no more crisis. And we felt that we could be that family uh, for Shepherd. It can be very hard for foster families adjusting to a child in their home that maybe has come from a pretty traumatic background. Yeah. And so we want to just, as a church, surround that family as much as possible and show them that we're there to support them, to babysit, to provide meals, to do all the things that will make that transition easier for the foster parents so that it ultimately is easier for the child. And we just, we just know that if the church stepped up the way the church can, uh, this wouldn't be a problem anymore at all. 
We now know, too, that the L.A. foster care system is in crisis because they have so many children coming in and not enough social workers, not enough people to care for them well. And so they're just having a hard time keeping up with doing what's best for these kids. And the more families we get from church that can come alongside these kids and love them and ultimately show them Jesus, I think we can really help solve the crisis in L.A. County. The journey of obedience was so much greater and so much more than we could have imagined than the easy route which we wanted to take. But I think the steps of faith, the small steps of faith that led us to where we are now, um, I can't imagine not taking that journey and knowing Jesus at a level that I just didn't realize I didn't know him before. Um, Understanding his love for the vulnerable, his love for people in need on a level that I just didn't comprehend before, and I'm so grateful for that journey. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us again next week at this same time as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.